I'm Tara Aldridge, and you're listening to The Smart Woman Show. I believe that every woman has a powerful, profitable, and impactful business inside of them that God has called them to create. This podcast is for women who have a deep sense that they want more, more out of life, relationships, and business. This show is going to give you the tools to be everything God created you to be by sharing strategies, tactics, and heart-centered lessons so you can stop stopping yourself at the fear of the unknown and finally take your inspired vision and turn it into an impactful business. There's no excuses here. Are you ready to commit? Let's do this. Welcome, Emily, to the Smart Woman <laughs> Show. I've never introduced in a country twang before, and so I'm I love it. I love I it. It's fun. I sing every episode, Emily. You don't know this about me, but I sing the show in a new way every episode, oh and I chose country for you because we just talked about farms. Yeah, and you're a country girl. So, welcome to the Smart Woman Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I was looking oh, forward to this. Please. This I'm like, thank you for, yes, you're welcome for being here. And girl, a minute to like absorb that Emily Frisella is on my show. Okay. <laughs> you are way too nice. <laughs> and, and here's what's so cool. I'm like stoked. I'm flipping out. Emily's going to be on my show. I'm so excited. I met with my team this morning and here I open up her form and she's like, oh, I'm going to be on your show. And can you please give your listeners 10% off all my stuff? <laughs> like she's super generous i'm gonna i'm not gonna read your bio because that's lame uh, I hate bios but i am and, gonna and it, yeah and, it, and it, it's a little bit too lengthy sometimes i just feel like you're so cool and and bios is not your bio it's everybody's bio it's my bio too so but and they get to know who they're listening to so so ladies listen up she's been an entrepreneur her whole life she's a best-selling cookbook author and brand builder she's the founder of paper and plan co a twice published best-selling cookbook author of the fresh farmhouse kitchen and the saint's plate or wait the saint's plate and the saint's dinner which i just ordered prior to this by the way <laughs> creator of fit home and health co-host of curious me podcast founder of the woman in business workshop coo of 44 7 media coo of the rt syndicate business coach and speaker like this is a no joke before you <laughs> before you go any further forward this episode to 20 of your girlfriends because you guys this chick is legit so, <laughs> emily i start the show off every time by asking this question which i think is a cool question okay how's your heart Heart is good. Everything's good. You know, I've always lived like in a, uh, I've always been a very optimistic person and seen a lot of the best in things. And I was always, as, as a kid, I was always told like, there's never anything too bad. You can't get away out of, and it can always be worse. That's something that's always kind of hung with me. And like, you know, my heart's good. <laughs> it's funny when you're saying that I can hear your dad. It can always yeah. get worse. No, they all like literally they would always say that. And it's just like, I just have always been like, almost overly optimistic to like a dangerous part. Like my sister actually, she'll like when there's something like serious or like detrimental, she's like, Emily, they know like this is serious. I'm like, well, no, I got it. But like, we can handle it. Like things are going to be okay. You know what I mean? It's almost like, I feel like it's almost an annoyance to people or something. <laughs> that's, that's actually optimism can really annoy people, mm -hmm. especially when people, because people love to, to, people love to sit in their crap. Don't they? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Why, why is that? You, you know what happens when you sit in your crap? You get stuck in your crap. Mm, it smells good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. And, and the thing is, is that 
like when you're in your crap, you can enroll everybody who's in their crap into your crap. And you guys can just start throwing your crap around and it gets, it, it starts to pile up. It's like a crap yeah. pile. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, you know, misery loves company, like they say, and, you know, unhappy people are going to live unhappy lives. And if you're always wanting to dish out the woe is me attitude and the like, man, I was really screwed over on this. And you constantly live in that state. Like people don't understand that, like you're actually manifesting more of that in your life by constantly complaining about it. And things don't happen like that. You know, it's, it's something where you have to be able to like shut that off and say, you know what, that sucked, but what can I take away from that? I know that sounds so like hokey or feel good, but it's true. You know, the reason it's a cliche is because cliches are true. And if we have that, like that's that emotional, um, acuity, awareness, self-awareness, whatever you want to call it to say, okay, yeah, this really sucks. I don't want it to happen again. What can I do to not let it happen again? And how can I bounce back from this? And that's where people become, you know, they have to be resilient with not just their actions, but their mindset as well. Oh, mindset. I'm saying this all the time. 95% of what I coach, and I'm sure this is true for you, tell me, is mindset. It's like mm-hmm. strategy's easy. Yeah. The strategy's simple. Business isn't hard. You make it hard with your mind. So yes. give us, you know, three quick tips. And then I, I have a, another whole thing we're going to go down on to managing your mind. Three quick tips. Yeah. No, for what I always tell people is, you know, I'm a huge organization junkie. You have to get organized because if you're organized and visually, you can get organized mentally as well. Because so many people, when we, when we mind dump, I always tell people like mind dump, brain dump, write everything out that's on your mind, whether it's, oh, I got to get, you know, an extra key made for my house and I've got to get my taxes turned in. I like whatever it is, house, personal, whatever, write it all down. Because oftentimes when you write it all down, one, you're going to immediately feel better. You can visually digest that and start to switch your mindset to, oh, that's actually not as much as I thought it was, but because they find they're more stressed out trying to focus on remembering all the stuff and not forgetting anything. So that's something I always tell people. Another thing is inventory your day. How are you spending this? Because, and who are you spending it with? That's a huge mindset thing because when people feel like I don't have time, actually you do, you're wasting time and you're contributing to somebody else's drama. You're consuming this celebrity BS that doesn't even matter or like factor into any of your successes. It's really just bringing you down. So take a um, inventory of your surroundings and who you're with. That's something. And then three go, you know, it's going back to like, Hey, Things could always get worse. And the thing is you need to create this um, mindset of optimism in order to better optimize your life. Because again, we're going back to the crap show. If people are stuck in that, that's where they're going to be at. And that's where your brain is going to be. And it's about reading. It's about educating yourself. It's about doing, you know, I always do um, like I use elevate like an app, like, uh, you know what I mean? It's like a brain training app. And I like to read leadership books. Do you and, do like, that? Do you oh, do yeah. that app? Mm-hmm. it's a little like just like math and acuity and brevity, which I, I mean, the brevity is key for me because of like editing books and things like that of like, you know, the ex, it's just, it just helps keep you sharp because in, besides just reading, like I love leadership books. I love everything by John Maxwell and stuff, but the um, focusing on little tasks that can help you. I mean, it's huge. Cause then you write an email and you're like, wait a second, this is, I don't need all this. And it teaches you over time to, um, execute more quickly and more directly, because I'm sure, you know, and a lot of your listeners know that like when you're in business, you get these long winded emails and the point or the ask is at the very bottom. And you're like, Oh my gosh, like you're reading it. And subconsciously you're like, just what do you want from me? Or what can I do for you? Or what do you need? You know what I mean? But where I would be somebody, if I needed something from you, I'd be like, yo, Tara, give me your headshot and bio. Boom. And that's done. You know what I mean? Like totally. you got the ask out. People want to act like, Oh, I like their direct, you know, sense of nature and it's done. So Anyway, I think that's, that's how I got you on the show. Actually, I think it was like you get to be on my show because you're perfect for yeah, it. I was like, it was like, hey, here's your. Sh-. That's it. Was it was like a not even like a full paragraph. It's like, hey, click here, click here. I'm like, 
cool. I like this. This is quick. And I just did and it's done. <laughs> I love it. So speaking of inventory, I was taking an inventory prior to this, to the show of what's around me right now. And I'm like, damn it. That Emily Frisella has snuck into my life. She has <laughs> snuck into my life. Here I am. I've got my planner. My, I got mine right here. Smart Woman Show notes are here yes. for the show. Love it. On my paper and planco. And then I've got my RJ syndicate binder because, as you know, we had our call yes. yesterday. So my yes. notes are all in here. And then I'm checking out my notes that I talk to myself with. I like post-it notes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, trust yourself, Tara. These are your, these are, they're, 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 you can't see this because you're probably listening, but I'm literally pulling off Emily's products, <laughs> products off of, they're, they're everywhere. She's stuck into my I life. I love it. That's so They're cool. everywhere. It is Thank cool. You. And, and so what I really wanted to tell you today is that the number one thing I love about you is I can always feel your heart. <laughs> Thank you. Now, listen, if you don't know Emily, you're going to know her because you're going to go to her Instagram and she's super real. She tells you how it is. She's straight up. It's no BS, but I promise you, you can always feel her heart. And so I pulled two of my favorite posts okay. and I'm going to read them. I don't know if you ever have people read back your posts to you. Sometimes I mean, parts of it or something, but yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. So, so <laughs> this, is, this is, they're only going to read two. Okay. But this is the first one. And I love this because I'm at this point in my career and I know that the women listening, they're either going to get there because they're so hungry, Emily, they're so driven. They're just like you and me. And they're, they're like hitting those milestones. Right. And so this is a post that I just loved because it keeps it so real for us. You said, sometimes it feels like a dream. Sometimes I can't believe this is my life. Sometimes I wonder if there was some mistake by God to bless me like this. <laughs> yep. I remember that makes me get tears. Just thinking of like hearing it again. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. It, br it brought me to tears because it's like, <sighs> we're hungry. Mm -hmm. We're excited. We're optimistic and we're not fooling anyone. Okay. There's yeah. pressure. There's disappointments. There's God, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it can feel heavy and yet it feels like a dream. Yeah. So I would just love to like hear your heart on that and like what that, what that moment, like bring us into that moment when you were typing that. Cause I know that meant I could feel your heart in it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it, I go on the, I go on walks when I do something of hard, you know, and I think a lot, I don't listen to a podcast. I don't listen to radio. I don't do any, I don't listen, have my earbuds in nothing. It's just literally just me outside by myself in nature. And I just like, I always use that time to kind of like reflect, like I'm not into like, I don't meditate or I don't do it, you know, any of that stuff. It's just, but I feel like that is kind of almost, I guess, like meditation to me. Cause I just go on my walk and I just think, and I walk on a private road. So there's never any cars on it or anything like that. So I can just kind of like, let my mind just kind of space out. You know, I don't have to like be super attentive to everything um, around me. And I remember thinking like, how did this happen? Like what happened in my life that like made this okay? Cause you know, early on in my life, I had my first business when I was 20 and like learned a lot of le tough lessons there and then sold the business and then went to work somewhere else and then decided, you know what, I'm going to do this cookbook thing, you know, and everything that my bio states, that's, it's been, hap it's happened in the last five years, within five years, that's what um, has happened. And I just think about that, like five years seems like a long time, but it's not, it's gone by so fast. And I think, you know, 
do I say that I'm, you know, I always pray and, you know, say I'm grateful and everything, but like, do I say it enough? Cause I just am so eternally grateful. Like there's a lot of people that would love to have the quote problems that I think that are problems at the time. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of people that would want to trade places with me because of, you know, they just, they, when they want to have a business going and stuff, it's like, I've, I've, I've always worked hard to get there. Like, but did I like, is this like a mistake? Was I like overly blessed to where I had the capabilities to do this or like, cause I'm not special. I'm not some like crazy, like genius person. that's like, you know, just done everything and read every book and you know, whatever it's not like, so I don't want to, I never say the word luck, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's more unfortunate. And I just, I just literally get in these little things where I'm just like reflective of like, I am just so overly like blessed and fortunate and grateful for this. But like, how did this even happen? You know what I mean? Like, why do people follow me on Instagram? Like, it's just, it's puzzling to me because wow. I mean, I do, I'm like, I'm just a normal person. You know, I mean, there's like literally nothing special about me, but I always think like, that's why I think about like, was this a mistake? Because I just feel like, mm. like, I'm just, I, you're, you're you, you know what I mean? There's nothing cool about you. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I just, I don't know. I don't really have a strong, huge, like crazy impactful explanations. Just like, it's just an immense amount of gratitude that mm. I am just, I just, I love life. I love all the connections that I made with people. I love engaging with my community. And I just feel so grateful that there's been that love shown back. And I think that's enough. And I, I think, think, I, 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 I think that's enough. I think it is. And I, you know, in, in a world where everybody wants to like win, win, win and push, push, push. Yeah, that's great. But I mean, these moments of like reflection and gratitude are what keeps you grounded and keeps you working, you know, because other people did, you know, you don't want to get like, so flighty people are trying to pull your heels from the, the sky because you just need to like stay grounded again. It's like, it's important to like really reflect. And it's just, it's just leaves me in awe sometimes. Like I am like literally like have got to be the most fortunate person to like have done the things that I've done. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that it's not in a bragging way, but I'm just, I'm just immensely grateful for everything. I don't experience you as bragging, braggy, bragger <laughs> at all in anything you do. I experience you as just so generous and loving and kind and like tough. So like you bring the truth, Emily, you really do. You're super authentic. And so what would you say to the woman right now who's listening to this and going, Oh my gosh, I'm constantly in the conversation of why me mm -hmm. and whether it be why me, am I in this circumstance and is this happening to me or mm -hmm. why me? Why do I have all of this? Because that's self-sabotage. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. You don't want to put that out into the world. Like, Oh my gosh, like why do I have all this? And that's where the gratitude comes into place as well. You know what I mean? That you're immensely showing that of like almost in an undeserving way, but you're overly grateful and you want to keep going because you know that the more blessings that you incur, the more you can bless other people with as well. And that's where I think people need to make that switch. But you know, for women that are stuck in this, like why me situation, look, I've been there. Like, you know, I don't, you know, people may not know the past, but like I, you know, I started my business when I was 20 years old. I was in a relationship since when I was 19 and I, you know, I, I grew my business and was very ego driven at that time. You're 20 years old. It was a small town. I thought I had something to prove. I spent tons of money on inventory, didn't understand, you know, um, terms as far as like, Hey, in 30 days, I actually have to pay for all of this at one time, you know, and all this kind of, and just mismanaged my funds and just, you know, I had six employees and then one came to me one day and said, Hey, my check bounce, they won't bounce my paycheck. And I was like, what? I was like, so embarrassed. I had to make up some excuse or whatever. In the meantime, I'm getting like, you know, getting, you know, ripped on because I'm working so much and everything like that. And then I almost, you know, lost my business because I mismanaged the funds and didn't have any money. I had to pull out from my savings account. 
that relationship ended. And like, there was just a lot of things um, that happened at the time. I was thinking like, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? Like, you know, everything is like, quote, at the time I'm thinking falling apart. This is fucking terrible. I didn't think I, I didn't think I quote deserved it, but it was all a lesson. And it took me, you know, I'm 20 years old this time. And I sold my company and the building that I bought and the land and everything that went with it when I was 26. And, and I moved to St. Louis and everything. And uh, then now I look and I'm like, uh, all that stuff happened for me to appreciate what a great relationship that I have now. And having a relationship with an entrepreneur that understands like the mm. work of an entrepreneur is never ends and there's never a balance. It's a blend and a bleed. So that, that poor relationship that I had before, you know, is something that led me to appreciate the great relationship that I have now with my husband. And then all the lessons that I learned in business that I thought were so crushing at that time, it taught me to, Hey, your ego is going to be the death of you if you don't drop this. And it also taught me a lot about business. You know, I came from an entrepreneurial family. My dad's been an entrepreneur for 40 plus years, actually 50 years. And at the time I thought like, Oh, I don't need him to help me. Like I'm going to do it myself. And again, it's like, I'm strong. I can do this. I can figure it out. So I never asked for help either because of my ego. And so those lessons taught me now, if I have a question, ask, you know, uh, slow down and understand your business, you know, grow in a way that works internally in the business and not just for show externally, you know, so all those things that I thought of why me at the time now have pivoted to the things that I am most grateful for now, because now I've been able to see, you know, what it is that I need to appreciate, what I need to focus on. Like they really are all lessons. Yeah, no, uh, I, I completely, I completely hear that. We talk a lot about it on the, on the smart woman show, you know, Ed Milet being the first episode on here saying like, nothing's happening to you. It's happening for you. And Ooh, we've really yeah. adopted that culture inside our, inside the smart woman community. And something that you said that really stood out to me was, you know, all of that had to crash and burn. I had to have a major breakdown in order to not only just create what you have right now, but also to be able to appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah because I mean, you're okay. Your husband, people are probably like, how do you be married to that guy? Right. <laughs> and, and like, and, and I have so much respect for him. I, I love, like, I, I love he's listening to him. He's yeah, he's such bad. a good guy, but you can, I, you know, well, I don't want to speak for other people, but I can see his heart. Oh no, he's he's got a heart of gold. He has got the most generous heart. He does so much for people that is like he does it because he does it because he of his good heart. It's not for any sort of like credit or for you know like a pat on the back. Like he does. If I would ever be able to tell you everything that he's done for people, people wouldn't even believe it. Like he does so much for other people because he has such a heart of gold and he cares so much. He cares more about other people's success than they usually care about their own success because he can see in people their strength. And he's trying to magnify that, to pull it out, to give them the confidence to go after their things that he knows that they can do, but the people are doubting themselves. And it's like, it's frustrating to me, you know, to see other people, you know how it, like, you know, they've got it in them. And that's what he shares. Like he's intense with this message because he knows that people are capable of so much more. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and I see you the same way. I really do. It's like, you're like when, when you, cause here, listen to this. I'm going to read this because it's total opposite. We don't need to post memes and quotes about straightening each other's crowns, dusting off your capes and sprinkling glitter everywhere we go and crying because we're women. 
Yes. Right. So the this is what you said. The babes I know that support other babes to the true definition are some of the most badass, take no shit, get things done, resourceful, and love the dark, gritty parts of growing their business and never expect a handout. So tying that back into a relationship with your husband, not every woman is lucky or blessed. There's no such thing as luck, blessed enough to have created and generated the relationship that you and Andy have that like, okay, girl, I get it. You do you, Kate, like love you, babe, do you. So some women, I would say that 95% of the women that come into my community are battling their husbands trying to say, I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. They're like asking their husbands for permission to build a business and have a stand and use their voice, not only use it, but trust it. Mm -hmm. So what would you say to her? Okay. So for that, that's just on it. Like, and what it boils down to is, I know it sounds so cliche, but it's communication. You know, a lot of people that I see either men or women, cause I get a lot of questions about this as well is, and even vice versa, if it's the guy trying to go talk to his wife or his girlfriend about it, the thing is it's saying, what do you want to do? Why do you want to do it? What is the plan to do it? And what is the purpose of doing it? And who does it serve? So a lot of times you can't, you know, people go in like, Hey, I want to start a business and it's going to be this and blah, blah. Well, you need to be able to, to share and cast that vision that includes that person in that, because a lot of times that can, um, you know, yield insecurity with people, just this random thing you pop up and then people are like, why do you want to do this? And what's going on? Are you okay? Or like, are you trying to, like, I've heard it before of like women's, um, spouses fearing like them doing their own things are afraid. Like, is she trying to be successful? Then she wants to leave me or what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like, it's an insecurity thing. So if you're able to paint the full vision for them of like, you doing a is going to lead to B, C, D, E, F, you know, and the whole entire thing, because you're contributing, you're working towards to contribute to a life that they are a part of, and they should be supportive in that. And it's important to communicate all aspects of that and be an open mind. If they have a question, don't get mad and say, well, you just don't think I can do it, or you don't think I'll be successful. It's not that people see other people's um, goals or problems or anything like that with a little bit of, of different um, lens than others will, because you're in it. It's kind of like, I always use the analogy of like, we've all probably dated like this, like, you know, piece of crap guy in school or, college or whatever. And all your friends are like, all your friends are like, oh, he's such a jerk. Why are you with him? But you're in it. So you're blind and you're like, no, they're great. And then you break up and you're like, why was I with that person? They are like terrible. And then you see it because you're out of it. So it can be helpful to communicate these things because you have someone that's out of your brain and your vision to help, you know, that can even um, start to stop a problem before it happens that they are like, well, what are you going to do whenever you have to, you know, you're going to have an Instagram page, but you post our kids. Like, I don't want people seeing our kids. Mm-hmm. Well, then that's something like, oh, you know, I didn't think about that. I should probably start a private page then or make my page private or take the pictures of my kids off of here or whatever. So it's little things like that, um, that the communication can relieve a lot of stress on, because I feel like it is a lot of, um, you know, insecurity when you decide to like take the jump, like you want to quit your career and start something new inform mm-hmm. the other person why you want to what's the driver what makes you unhappy where you're at and what is your passion that's leading you to do this and what's the long-term game plan it can't just be like i'm going to start a blog okay that's cool but when you blog where are you going to start monetizing it where is this going to be seen at how are you going to promote it you have to think about the full plan instead of just like this sounds fun because when things get dark and things get gritty and you want to quit you have to have that passion and that full vision to know like this is going to pull me through this is going to get me through the crappy time uh-huh. Yeah. So what I'm hearing you say is find the vision, write it down, right? On your paper and plan co <laughs> merch. Cause it's just so cute. And you gotta have it. Um, and and then cast the vision and come from this is what I'm hearing you really say is 
come from an empowered, empowered place as opposed to a disempowered place. Like, oh, you won't understand. You don't know. Da, 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 da. No, it's, it's like, look, if you ever have, if you would have an argument with someone, family, coworker, whatever, think about somebody like, well, I think that I'm right because of this is this. And I think that if you're saying, I think, I think, I think that means you're uncertain. If you say, look, this is what I want to do because then I can step level that up to this. I can level on this and I'm going to hire two people for the team. I'll do this. You have to come to things with certainty. There's certainty in communication that helps to share and spread and make that vision believable to everybody else. Even if they know you or don't know you, it's all about how you communicate. Yes. Amen. Yes. I love this. So question for you about kids. Andy doesn't obviously mind you posting all over the place. Your kids. Yes. They're so cute. They're they're so, I have one snoring in front of my fireplace right now. They're they dogs. are yeah, they're the dogs. cutest dogs ever. Yeah. And so one of the things that I was like, should I ask her? I don't know. Like it's such a sensitive topic. And I'm like, well, that's kind of what the smart woman show is about. And we get to be open and vulnerable. And I'm sure you've had this conversation before. And so like, what is the story? Like, can you have kids? No, Did you can't have kids. And so did it break your heart? Nope. I, you know what I'm Andy and I are both like, we love kids and we love our nieces and nephews, but it's just something we've never, I've never ever since birth been the girl, like, I can't wait to get married one day. And I can't wait to like have the, I've never been like some of this like hyper maternal woman. Uh Um, And so, you know, whenever we found out like, oh, it's, you know, not possible. We were like, okay. Like it really wasn't a big deal. Like we're total, like 1000% comfortable. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was never, we weren't sad. We're like, it was literally just like, oh, okay. Now we know, you know what I mean? Just information. Yeah. It was information. We just consumed it and that was it, you know? So so I'm wondering then if you could bring this message because most of my girlfriends, they don't want to have kids. Not that they can't have kids. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever because, you know, I'm, we're literally like, if people want to have kids, awesome. If you don't, that's awesome too. Everybody knows their life better and they know, you know, what they want to do. So sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You said they just don't want to have kids. Did you have something after yeah. that you said? No, you were right. You were right on track. It was like, because I'm thinking about one of my friends in particular, and she is a badass. She mm-hmm. is like incredibly successful. Yeah. And her husband is like, Hey, like thought we were having kids and yeah. she's going to be 40 this year. Yeah. And she's like calling me being like, I don't want them. Yeah. Well, that's obviously like, that's a different situation whenever like your husband wants one and you don't, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like that's something that that's on, un, that's uncharted waters that I have no um, advice on, except obviously that's, that's an issue you have to like, you know, deal with. Cause especially if you went in with the presence, like, yeah, let's have a family and they were waiting uh-huh. on that. And then you decide you don't want to, like, I can see that, that that will definitely like cause some problems. But for Andy and I, we both, we're like literally like the same person, just a different gender. <laughs> So like, we were just always like, Oh, okay. But like, we're just, you know, happy. And then things I, I actually look back on it and I'm just like, you know what, maybe there's a, like, it's a blessing maybe for us, you know what I mean? As far as like, cause we, you know, do a lot with our nieces and nephews and we're just so busy in the business. We're able to help a lot of people. Like, you know, Andy has thousands of employees around the country. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're able to help a lot of people and their families uh-huh. to have, you know, raise, raise their families, their kids, go to private school, things like whatever those parents want to do. So it, it enables us to work harder to help provide better for everyone else. So we just, you know, we've just see everything as like a blessing. Yeah. You guys are super generous. That's obvious. And so the only thing that I'm thinking is, do you have any advice for a woman who's like teetering, who's feeling the pressure that she has to do this? 
like that she has to have kids that she has to have a family where she's like not fulfilling her agreement to be a woman. Well, here's the thing is, you know, it's easy for everybody to put that external pressure on you because we get that a lot of like, well, when are you guys going to have kids? You guys are being great parents. We and we're just like, no, we just, you know, brush it off. We're like, oh, you know, not for us. Or we will say, you know, we just brush it off. Cause it's like, it really isn't like anybody's like, you know, business. And like, you know, and like you said, we get asked a lot about that question, but it's just like, no, no big deal, whatever people are like, oh, okay. And, um, you know, people feel the pressure, I think, because it's yeah. pressuring them, but it's, you have to do what's right in your heart because here's the thing. The idea of like, oh yeah, I'll have a kid. Well, okay, you'll have a kid, but then for 18 years after that, you're still going to have a kid, you know, <laughs> so it's something that if you're not 100% certain of it, that's probably an indicator. And I'm not saying people say, oh, you never know when you're ready. And when you have one, you'll be ready. I understand that advice that it's like, when it's in, when it's there, then your life will change. And you'll like, oh, you know, this is the best thing I ever did. You know, why did I, why did I even second guess this? But if you truly don't have that, like that, the maternal feeling, or you just feel like you're not, you know, that's just not the life for you. I feel like we should, we shouldn't have to shame that, mm. you know, like there's, I feel like more women now are either waiting till they're older or they're choosing not to have children because we are pushing more in the workforce and we're, we're working harder. We're doing more. It's not like it was back in the fifties, sixties, you know, where the wife was able to stay home all the time. And now this day and age and the you know, cost of everything it takes to incomes to do things. And people have the passion now. And like women are more in business now than ever. And there's more businesses owned by women than ever before. So it's something where, you know, I feel like it's caused everybody to kind of self-reflect, but it's that old thinking that you're a woman. So you have to have a baby now, right? You know? Yeah. So, um, and that I, was my intention with the question, Emily, because I just feel that there's there's just so much pressure. And I think that your voice and your platform, you could really give women permission. I was reading in another one of your posts, you're like, I say no to 97% of things. And like, you really just give, I'm, I'm happy to be part of the 3% of yes. <laughs> by the way. Um, but I love that, you know, this, and I know this episode's going to land for somebody and it's going to be exactly what they need to hear that just like, you have permission to make your decisions as a woman. And I know we feel like we're evolved, like, yeah. especially because we're like, we have support of our husbands and like, we've got our podcast and our show and our business. And blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, is that women have a long way to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And the thing is like, it's, you'll know when you get there, when you don't have the guilt of you should fit in a box uh -huh. and, that's and the, the fear. Thing. Yeah. The and fear. When, you, when you finally stop and like, and that's a different path for everybody. You know, people can have maybe possibly already arrived there. People are on the journey there. People haven't even started there because they are terrified. But when you can truly learn to like, to say no, or say, you know what? I don't want to, I don't, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I have to, or I could, you know, do this. When you can say that and comfortably just move on, like that's when you know that like, I'm, I'm at a point where this is, this is a good part of my life. You know, when you don't have to feel the guilt, because a lot of times People say yes to things. And this is, you know, in just in general or with, you know, a family and things like that. They say yes to things that they really in their heart want to say no to, mm -hmm. but they say yes to other people instead of themselves. And so why are we betraying ourselves and what we actually want to appease other people that we're going to contribute or do something in our life that doesn't even apply to them, but to us. So it's like, we're, we're voluntarily, I don't want to say the word punish because that sounds strong, especially when we're using the family term, but why are we putting this? added stress on us for other people when we're the one that has to deal with it every day. Mm -hmm. And that's not a healthy place to be because that's where bitter, bitterness, bitterness and resentment, you know, that's where it thrives and that's where it's born. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you want, I feel like you, you know, by saying no, you feel a lot more free in life and you just have to learn to set boundaries. And I actually had a girl the other day 
she asked me something and I said, Hey, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but no, like this is a boundary that I have. And, you know, I don't allow this blah, blah. blah. And she wrote me back and she said, thank you so much. This is why I value our relationship. She says, by you saying no, I take your yeses more seriously. And I know you mean them. And that wow. is so true because, you know, if you say yes to everything, people just know you're a yes person. You get walked over. They expect things from you. But when people know that you will speak up for yourself and you have the strength to say no and not feel bad about it, and there's no reason to feel bad about doing, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about saying no to something you don't want to do. But it's this like weird external guilt of like, I don't want them mad at me and I don't want to cause yeah. trouble. Blah, blah. Like people pleasing, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you, did you go through that? People pleasing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that was so strong in me. <sighs> It was so bad. And I think it's just because I grew up in a very small town and everybody knew everybody and everybody was always willing to help everybody out out of the goodness of their heart, you know, and that I carry that small town values, mm-hmm. like helping other people or whatever they need. I'll do that. And I carry that into like, into my twenties, at least because I would have, you know, I had a business and people were like, Oh, well, would you be able to like discount this? Or, I'm like, Oh yeah. You know, and you're trying to like, just, and then finally I was like, okay. People pleasing is not making me any happier. It's not making me any more successful. It's making me more stressed out. So something has to change. But then, and we get to these points in our life where it's like, you've already, you've quote, buried yourself so far in that people pleasing space that when you try to come out of it, people are like, what's wrong with you? Why are you in a bad mood? Why are you saying, why are you saying no? Why are you being, you know, a bitch or why are you doing this? You know, but that's not it. It's like, you're just trying to start setting these boundaries. Uh-huh. And so you're going to go through this weird, awkward evolution that when you start doing that. And it doesn't have to be anything rude. We don't have to give people reasons. People, like, if you text me and said, Hey, Emily, you want to go to dinner on XYZ date? And I didn't want to go. I would just say, Oh, no, thanks. Maybe next time. I don't have to say, Oh, no, thanks. I've got this going on and make up some BS lie because one, nobody wants to lie because then you have to remember that shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there's no point. You don't, you don't owe anyone an explanation for not doing something you don't want to do. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, well, people pleasing is like, people pleasing is like the deepest form of like self-betrayal. self-betrayal. That's a whole other episode. Ladies, we are so blessed to have had Emily here today. And just in the essence of time, I could talk to you all day. Don't forget to go to the paperandplanco.com. She's given you guys a, um, a discount code just for us smart women. So smart women, 10, punch it in, gives you 10%. I ordered everything. So suggest (laughs) you do. And Emily, listen, girl, just know I'm rooting for you. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a huge fan and um, I'm just, we're, we're just blessed to have had you. So thank you for all of your wisdom, your knowledge, and don't forget to follow Emily. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening and subscribing to the smart woman show. My vision for you is that you would experience the same level of success me and my friends have break open that vision girl. DM me on Instagram at the Tara Oldridge, and I will send you a link to book a free strategy call with one of my success coaches today. Let's do this.